welcome, friends, to 90 Day 3-Way. We are excited that you're here because we've got stuff to say about stuff that happened, and we hope you want to hear it. And while you're listening to us, you can interact with us on the social medias. If you don't already, you need to because we're fun on there. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at 90 Day 3-Way. And you can email us. Our email address is 90day3way at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, that's all I got for the social medias and the emails and all that good stuff. But um, I have nothing clever to say about last night's episode because I just, I, I mean, I paid attention to it. I just have nothing to, clever to say about it because it was lame, Tamara. Oh, Tamara's lame? No. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, well, I am currently um, Googling, is it legal to breastfeed in restaurants? So that was oh, my... It is, though, isn't that, it? I, no, I don't... Yes, of course it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so I'd like to thank Jovi for that little nugget to put in my head so I could go research that. <laughs> Kelly, how are you? You know, I'm okay. Um, we'll play the game this week of what part of the episode did I black out at? Because okay. since I do that every week, um, so we'll see when you guys mention something and I'll say, that's oh. it. That's when I blacked out. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, once again, episodes are just drag. These episodes are dragging on, you know, two hours with the extra 15 minutes in the end. And it's just like, they're really dragging on. But mm-hmm. anyway, okay. Um, so who are we gonna start with this week? I feel like we I, should spin a wheel. Yeah, I know. We like kind of, we do need, well, I also feel like, did we see all the couples this week? Well, you uh, passed out. So we saw all yeah. of them. Yeah, we did. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. we totally did. We did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we saw but all you the couples out, this week. you blacked out, so you don't know who you missed. No, no. I <laughs> <laughs> that's really the trick is like oh I missed that couple no um no but we did see all of them so okay you know what let's start with Jovi well and Lynn Mara. and I did Lynn and I saw yeah I saw all of it exactly let's start with Jovi and Yara since you already brought them up sure okay so um I mean the thing is nothing really happened with them no right they went like out to, she they went out to lunch. okay one thing I will say is that I was really stressed out about the way Jovi manhandles that baby. Like the yes. way he was like tossing it around and in, and then he's like, you know, you need to let me like figure out, you know, how to deal with her when she's crying and all that kind of stuff. But it was stressing me out the way he was like maneuvering her. Like the way her little baby head would smash against his collarbone. I was like, Jovi, <laughs> Jovi, like her gentle. She's four days old. Gentle. <laughs> So yeah. so yeah, so they they go to lunch and then he's like, we don't get to spend a whole lot of coupley time together or you know we got we got married and then we had the baby so quickly and I'm like, well, if y'all didn't get pregnant like right away, then you could do the newlywed things, whatever those newlywed things are. I feel like he's not getting having sex and he's like stressed out about it because he's leaving for a month. You know 100%, what I mean? Hundred percent. That's what it is. He wants, yeah. Because even when he says, like, you know, you don't need to be with her mm-hmm. with, with the baby all the time. Like, we need to spend time together. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, of course, that's what he's saying. He doesn't want to just sit around and chat with Yara. Right. 
He's well, like, that's I, too he's bad. feeling neglected. He's feeling <laughs> yeah. neglected. Mm-hmm. And we get to watch them be parents. And I don't know about you guys, but I've had a lot of parents in my life. I don't need to watch a reality TV show to watch two people struggle as to how to take care of the baby. And to your point, yes, he is rough with the baby, but she also needs to let him try. She needs to show mm-hmm. him how to do this. Like she's being like, you know, a, com- a complete like uh, possessive mom, which of course she is. She just gave birth hormones. She's all over the place. But it's like, let me share this experience with him by showing him how to do it instead of just being like, you don't do it right. Let me hold her. She wants me. And yes, of course she wants you. But also it's like you're complaining that you don't get any time. You're tired. You don't get any time, you know, downtime or whatever. But you're also not letting Jovi be a dad. You know what I mean? You're not letting him pull his weight. You're just telling him he's incapable of it. Well, as a control freak, I totally identified with Yara when she was doing all of that because I was like, yeah, totally. I don't want him touching this kid and holding her like that and like doing It's his kid. I know it's his kid. But like I, when she was do, saying all of that, like I felt that deep in my soul because I like to control things. I get that she needs to let him do it because that is the child's father. But she's all like you said she's also you know the hormones and everything she just gave birth it's her first child usually parents with with their first kid they they keep it in like they keep it in bubble wrap like they don't want it to get hurt which right. i get that so i just i think jovi didn't do himself any favors though the way he was holding her yeah, yeah like, was, i wanted it, to take the baby away and be like no jovi yeah. Yeah, it, well, it was kind of aggressive, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Well, nobody taught him. How, and then she's like, oh, this baby was inside of me. for." Now. And it's like, here's the thing. You also don't want Jovi to grow resentful of the baby and of you spending time with the baby because he literally said, like, oh, now she only has time for, you know, to be with Mila. And it's like, mm, no, I, I feel like it's a shared experience. I, I I completely believe like parenting is a shared experience. Like I don't believe that. And here's the thing. None of us have children. But mm-hmm. I think that it's like we grew up in homes where our moms basically took care of us. And like, you know, my dad was like, dad, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's how Jovi grew up too. But then he said that his parents got divorced. Yes, yeah. I was totally confused by completely that. Completely surprised by that. I was like, Monty and Gwen not married? What? Yeah, I'm. Conf- I was so confused. I was confused. But then I'm like, is Monty a second husband? Right. Like, who is Jovi's daddy? Well, then, but if his, where's his dad? Yeah. Right. I, don't know. I, think, I mean, I is think he Monty out there in the bayou somewhere? <laughs> He's in a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. I thought the exact same thing. I was like, wait a minute, because then I'm like, is that not his father? Because I know he does the same thing, but he refers to him as his dad. So I don't know. Maybe his biological dad either left or they just, well, they divorced. So maybe they, well, he said he was young. So maybe Monty came in when he was young. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of times Burning questions. Burning questions. Jovi's daddy? Well, (laughs) we're going to have to research that. And I think the other point too, which Jovi kind of alluded to without saying it is that you know he wants to spend time with the baby too because now he's mm-hmm. going away for two months yeah so when he comes back a lot happens to a baby yeah. in that time right like i know none of us have kids but we all you know we have we've had babies around us and it's sort of like you know that you can if you don't see a baby for a couple of months they're a completely new 
Oh, a new baby so by the time yeah. person so, <laughs> yeah so he's I think trying to also like I want to like hold her I want her to understand who I am I you know like that kind of thing so mm-hmm. that when he comes back he's gonna have to like rebuild a relationship with this Absolutely. with this baby you know so Absolutely. he was sort of saying that too without saying it and I don't think that Yara is really thinking of that either because she's so focused on the fact that she's gonna be alone like mm-hmm. she can't take a break she can't take naps or whatever he was saying like sleep in the baby sleep you know the whole thing of like sleep in the mm-hmm. baby sleeps or whatever it is but like you know because she's gonna have to just worry about this baby all the time now because he's leaving so she's not really also looking at it from his side that you know he's also leaving the baby during a time that is really crucial and you know bonding and all of that kind of stuff don't you guys think Gwen will step up though like Gwen will totally show up to help Yara when she can yeah I mean doesn't Gwen have a job and like have I don't know do? we don't know much about Gwen we have she... a lot to investigate about Gwen yeah who is Jovi's daddy what does Gwen do for work <laughs> like I'm writing these questions down because I want to know so you know it's just it's just I feel like she'll step in, but you know, I feel like you can't complain that you're not able to sleep and you're super tired if your partner is there and is willing to try to take care of the baby, but you're damning him for trying. And you know, you're right. He's going to feel like he's somehow left out because he's going away and he's going to come back and the baby's going to be like two months old. Or, yeah. You know, well, she'll be bigger so he can hold her like he wants to and like smash her head around and she won't care as much. I, guess. I know. But like when the baby <laughs> was bless, crying, bless it was, heart. it's also like Yara, like let the kid cry for a second, like yeah. let him kind of figure out how mm-hmm. he needs to mm-hmm. hold her. She wants to like when he was like, oh, you just stood up with her. Like I can stand up with her. Like he doesn't know. So to your point, right. Mary, he kind of not that she knows either, but obviously she has more of an innate sort of feeling about right. what she needs to do. But yeah, coach him, say, oh, like do this stand up rock or like whatever bounce mm-hmm. a little or whatever the little tips are that you do to kind of you know help the baby get comfortable and she's right. not doing that she's just ripping you know ripping the baby out of his arms yes so maybe Aww. we can send them a book on parenting oh, yeah like Joby can listen to it and yara can read it you know yeah that yara would, be... would use it for firewood she would burn it <laughs> yes <laughs> but we'll I send will... it to her in the style of vogue magazine that way she'll look at the pictures and be like okay oh. I like that. <laughs> totally. But the baby is super cute. So I will. Yes, she is. Um, beautiful baby. Yeah. And so, Yara looks great. She's bounced back great. Her She looks really. She like, looks amazing. And the yeah. other thing I was thinking about her, she's really mature for her age. I mean, mm-hmm. she's only 26. And again, or I think 26. And again, like here doesn't really know you know doesn't have anyone here really on her own had this baby dealing with this guy and like I really do think that she is you know quite mature and really has her head kind of screwed on straight so agreed yeah and she's younger than Julia just keep that in mind oh wow that's right Julia's 28 I believe is what pops up interesting well yeah that's a good transition so we'll go to Julia and Brandon so Julia, you know, she's hating her life on the farm. I mean, she's just really hating that she's got to go out and feed, you know, because in came Betty saying, okay, you've got to go out and feed the, 
you know, the animals the and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and poor Julia is not happy. But Julia took some initiative or TLC set her up with an interview, one or the other. And <laughs> you decide. You will we'll let you be the judge um, with a wedding planner in Richmond. Um, so she was going to go meet with her and, you know, find out some information because she's also mad at Brandon, which I don't blame her because, of course, Brandon keeps saying you can't do that because you don't speak English. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be good at that. Like he's not supporting her in any way, shape or form. I just think Brandon has turned out to be such a jerk. Um, and so she got this opportunity and she and she was nervous she was so nervous she was so cute like in the car like you know with her binder and I wonder what she had in that binder I know I'm like what exactly are you showing this woman it's not like she'd been planning weddings in the past so I'm like what did you put in this binder well wasn't she a design student when she was in school maybe she had some like sketches or stuff of stuff that she did in school Mm. or maybe she had her portfolio of her go-go dancing I don't know yeah like Like, it's one or the other (laughs) I was really <laughs> curious. I'm like, what do you bring in? It's not like you could show pictures of like, here's this wedding I worked on or this wedding I styled or, you know, whatever right. it is. I'm like, when she was like preparing, it looked like she put like a, uh, like a, oh my God, it's been so long that I've been to a theater that I can't even remember what it's called. A program. Like she put like a program in there. I'm like, what exactly? Like a playbook? You, what is yeah, it? Like, yeah. 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 You're right. It did yeah. look like that. I'm like, what do you bring into the lady in Richmond? Anyway, so she gets in the car and makes her long track and, you know, she, she had her interview with the woman. I mean, I thought it went well. I think that Christine was her name, the wedding Mm -hmm. planner woman. I think she was very nice to Julia. Mm -hmm. I think she gave her some good advice. And I think she was a lot nicer about what she told Julia than Brandon was, obviously. Because Julia does need to work on her English. That's not a knock. I mean, she... She can speak two languages. I can barely speak French. And I took it for seven years. So you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to knock her on her English skills. But I think this Christine gave her some really good advice. Get to know some people. Make some friends here. Kind of get into the business a little bit and make some connections. Like, all of that's very valid. So Mm -hmm. Julia should feel good, I think, about how that went. Yeah. Yeah. And Christina kept it real because she literally said it's not fun table linens and good times you know it's like a lot of work and you know brandon yeah he's baby betty is just not being nice this season and he looks just like (laughs) i I I just watched that show the righteous gemstones is a character called baby billy that's what i thought you said (laughs) i'm like wait a second where's my head right now baby biddy um yeah (laughs) he he, you know he's just not being nice but you're right christina did um did say to her i think she was more like you know give like giving her like a like when you go to a career coach like how to get to where you want to be like rather than like yeah let me hire you but then you know it took the steam the wind out of her sail as they say because she's like maybe Brandon is right maybe I don't know how to like do this but you know you can't just feel like you're going to show up there and just get a job right away like she also is unrealistic about that yeah especially if she's never done something like this before like you you go like when we were you know just getting out of college and we went to like career fairs and stuff or even when we were interning or doing whatever Mm -hmm. like that's the whole that's that's the process like right you get in you meet people you get to know them you get your experience you make your connections you network and then you get hired by somebody as an event coordinator for a wedding planner if that's what she wants to do 
And it is, it's a lot more than just picking out colors. Like you planned your own wedding. I planned my own wedding. There's a right. lot of shit that goes into it. And there's a lot of stress that you have to manage, not your own stress. You have to manage other people's stress too. <laughs> You know I, I would mean? never so. want to, I would never want to do that for a living. Bless. Oh, I would totally do it. Heart. It's too, like, trust me, I know people who have done it and like bridezilla's is real. Like oh, it's yeah. a real thing. Mm -hmm. And like, I would not want to punch somebody. So <laughs> well, uh, just be like Jennifer Lopez and the wedding planner. <laughs> yeah. That oh, looks, that's that probably, movie. yeah, I, I love that movie too. It's a great movie. Uh, that's probably Julia's favorite movie as well. It should be if it's not, and Which if she is... hasn't seen it yet, Julia, I highly recommend it. To right, planner. right. J Lo and Matthew McConaughey. Watch yeah, it. But... <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Well, well, I also think, yeah, I mean, it's a, you know whatever the most important day in a woman's life, right? So it's like you want to sort of, you do need to be able to communicate with them and be able to help them, mm -hmm. you know, quell any fears or concerns that they have and things like that and I think Julia I think Julia is capable of sort of emotionally being there she just doesn't necessarily have the words to express it correctly and she can know? get the words just go to one of those EF classes you know I mean I'm not gonna lie though yeah. I was sort of hoping that Christine Christine was gonna give her a shot like I was hoping she was gonna be like you know you need to meet people and you need to sort of like you know be an assistant so like why don't you like come to a few weddings with me like I was sort of hoping she was gonna give her give her a chance I thought the same but when the words came out of Christine's mouth like something where she said well like so many people recommend you know use my business and all mm -hmm. that like she was you know saying how her business is like the best in Richmond I just I, at that point I was like they're not gonna give this kid a chance they're gonna send her somewhere else Right, and Christine probably wanted to get on there so she can get some like some can, business. Like even if it wasn't the like best Stephanie? in Richmond, yeah, Christine was like, "We are the best. We're the only." Oh, one hundred percent. We're the only wedding planning service right. in, in whatever it was called, Richmond. like urban something. It was called, yeah, right, mm -hmm. right. So she sees the opportunity. Go, you go, girl, and she really put herself out there. But you're absolutely right. If they're as um, they're as great as she said they are, then definitely they weren't going to give Julia the opportunity to mess up one event. No, <laughs> I mean, unless they took her on as being like a, just a coordinator in the in the office, like coord like yes. paperwork and like stuff like that, just to yes. kind of like get that stuff done. Yeah, right. I just thought like you you're telling this girl she needs to learn venues and like how she learned that on the farm. Do you know what I mean? So it was just right. like I was hoping or even like be an intern or yeah, or something like not go plan a wedding because she's obviously not ready for no, that. But no. anyway, I was just hoping maybe they were going to give her a shot. But, you know, again, TLC creating, you know, helping, <laughs> helping to create the storylines. So mm -hmm. um, so she heads home. She's kind of happy with what happened. She's feeling, you know, I think she felt good about herself. She felt proud, right? So now she's heads back to the farm, but she realizes she does need to meet people. So she goes to talk to Brandon, who looks completely disinterested in the conversation because he's playing he's a video, playing game, video game, game, laying on his bed, just literally could care less. less. He wasn't even looking at her. He was looking through her to play the game. Yeah. I wanted to smack him. I yep, like, so bad. So Literally bad. just could care less. And she's trying to talk to him and she's trying to, you know, just such a, 
uh, a switch with him like this season, like after they got married, there's just been such a, you know, a flip of the switch with him and he's totally not paying attention. And then he suddenly reveals this best friend that he has. I love how all these men have these friends that no one's ever heard of. Right. Like it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, my best friend, Melissa, like we were like brother and sister. Like what was her name? Melissa? I don't never, I Melanie. never know. Any, Melanie. Melanie. I Melanie. never know anyone's name. I'm like my mother who calls everybody by the wrong thing. And I don't know anybody's <laughs> name. Anyway, Melanie. Oh, yeah, my best friend. And we're like brother and sister. We were inseparable as kids. Where the hell has Melanie been? Never even a mention of this woman's name. Right. He must and have I've mentioned her to Julia at some point. But when I they were Julia, planning their wedding. And yeah, but Julia even said, who is, nobody came because it was COVID. <laughs> no, I know. But like if there hadn't been COVID and they were just planning it, I'm, he had, like, he can't just say, oh yeah, my friend who we were like brother and sister when we were in high school. Like, yeah, but wow. even Julia said, who is this friend that I've never heard you speak of? Like even but, she was like, who is this person? Did you because believe they that were she still... was shocked by that? Or did you think that that was staged? No, no, no. They were still casting for the role. So of, Ju- of, of Melanie? Of the Melanie. <laughs> so he couldn't bring her up that. You know, we didn't it would know be where funny. her name was going to be. It would be funny if they brought in the same girl who played Hannah of Rebecca and Z- uh, Z- Oh, Z- yes. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> they're just repeating characters at this they're point. They're just throwing people in. Like, you look a lot like Hannah. No, my name is Melanie. My name is Melanie now. Oh, my God. I Amazing. Mean, Melanie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're just reusing Sorry. the same cast of extras. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So, so, so Julia yes. flipped out though at that point. I was like, sweetie. I know the thing is down. that didn't feel staged to me. Like for some reason I felt like she was really mad. Yeah, I I was I was more fixated on the why are you so upset part of this whole thing. Because she don't trust women's. Yeah, but I mean we're all women. We all know what women are capable of doing. That doesn't mean we all distrust other women. Like that, I was just, but I think that may come with age and, you know, She's life experience. Yeah. But I mean, I guess. here's the thing. Nobody wants Brandon. He's been on that farm all these years. Exactly. Nobody wanted him. He had to go find, his friend had to go find a girl for him in Korea. <laughs> like, I found a girl for you. Where is she? Korea. Richmond? Nah, nah. She's in Korea. Oh, is she from Korea? No, no, no. Right. She's from Russia. Right. Oh, okay. Right. So all yep. these years, he's been on the farm. Nobody wanted him. Nobody wants him now. So she good. thinks. Oh, she thinks she's got a catch though. Because remember when they were in Vegas and she mm-hmm. was freaking out because he was looking at the, the waitress server? trying to mm-hmm. order drinks from her. <laughs> You're looking up at her. Yes, because she's standing over me and I'm laying right. on a lounge chair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she thinks she has this like massive prize so mm-hmm. she's very remember on the reunion for the other one on the tell-all I should mm-hmm. say remember she was saying like men and women can't be friends, be friends. and uh-huh. blah 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 because blah, when the whole Hannah thing came up and they were mm-hmm. talking about that with Rebecca's yeah so yeah she clearly has issues with that she thinks Brandon is uh, is just a real real prize and she's not gonna you know she's not gonna let him up let him go this just all makes me wonder if something happened to her like if she was dating some guy back in the day, I mean, what, she's five years old. So when she was like two, she was dating some guy and like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, he was like, oh, this is my friend, Sarah. Oh. And but we're dating too. Like, I mean, something must be something must have happened to trigger that mm-hmm. kind of a reaction because 
just yeah, what, out of it, the blue, like, you can't be friends with women. Okay. Well, it did make me think about the two of you, like, you know, with your um, husbands. Mm-hmm. So are there, do they have female, fr- I think I've asked you guys this question already, but yes. do they have female <laughs> friends? Is it weird? Is it like, do you get upset? Like, what's the story? I don't get upset. I mean, I don't think the Dane has many female friends. He has a few. I There's... He doesn't see anybody anymore because he hasn't gone to work in the past year and a half. So, I mean, it's not like they're around. But I'm not the kind of person that's going to be like, who are you talking to? Where are you going? Who's that? How long have you known this person? Oh, my God. Like, that's just not my style. And that's not his style either. Like, he doesn't he doesn't notice anything. Like, to him, I'm the <laughs> end all be all. You know what I mean? That's wonderful. Mm. Right. Yeah. Lovely. Good for you. (laughs) I mean, at least somebody thinks so. I don't even personally think that about myself, but whatever. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Micah has uh, has female friends. Actually, someone uh, mentioned about a friend this weekend. Like, they were like, why is she all in that, all up on your husband? I'm like, oh gosh, that's just so-and-so. Like, it's not a big, like, it's not a big deal. Like, it's like, and then, you know, he said something to me. I was like, oh, so they said this. And she goes, um, uh, he goes, well, I would think you could trust me enough to know that I'm not like going to go run off into the sunset with somebody. I'm like, yeah, I was like, I didn't even notice it until they said something. <laughs> Micah gallops off into the sunset with some random girl. Bye. Have fun. Have fun. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. And I guess, you know, maybe he he has a jealous tendency sometimes. But I mean, I don't know. It's like, but I don't get jealous. But I must say when I was younger, I did. How about that? Like when I was Julia's age, for sure, I would cut a bitch. Yeah, no, it's true, because I knew you yeah. then when you were dating my right. guy. And, right. sure. and you would definitely cut yeah, it right. even right. for yeah. whatever reason. But, right. You know, hey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's some old uh, friendship right there. Yeah. You're like, just like in general, you whatever. would. Yeah, I'm like, Tamara's looking at you. She's going to cut you. She's yeah. going to cut you. <laughs> Everybody hide. <laughs> yep. Um, I've calmed down since in my old age. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't get I don't get as jealous. I, mean, I think it comes with a sense of security. And you know, the thing that Julia has to lose that we're not thinking about that we always talk about is she got that green card to lose. She's yeah. not trying to lose the green exactly. card. She, exactly. She, anybody who comes in her way, she's gonna cut them. So that's all that is. Yeah, and like she said, like I don't want to hear about your past and how much fun it was and blah blah blah. Personally, I love that shit because that also Same. that helps give like that also helps to fill in the blanks Mm -hmm. on this person that you're with right Mm -hmm. because you're kind of like think about it you meet someone I mean not so much for you and you and Micah Tamara because you've known each other for 100 years yeah right but like (laughs) you were in kindergarten yeah but Lynn I mean you are you know so like this person had a whole life and a past and do you know what I mean and it's sort of like well what was that and what were you like in high school and what Mm -hmm. you know and I know all those questions I wanted to know yeah so it's interesting to like meet friends that can kind of give that background a little bit you know so but you know they're still young and to your point Julia doesn't want anybody to shed a light on like should you really be with this woman and is this the right thing and you know what I mean so let's just keep everybody isolated so then there can be no doubt so um they have a really um I don't know their marriage is interesting but now next week they go meet the friend so we'll be able to see and it didn't look too good it looked like Julia like stormed off and uh, I don't and know. we see all the drama yeah. and Melanie looks confused 
because as any friend that's just sort of like <laughs> what is happening like why is your wife attacking me tell me she doesn't want to know about the past anyway um oh, okay so enough of that so let's move on to um Kalani and Asuelo oh more video games Yay. Yes, yes, exactly. Let's Good stay job. on that theme. So she, Kalani opens up to the sister, Kalini, that her and Osuelo have been, they sleep in separate rooms. Osuelo sleeps in his game room, and he only comes to see her when he wants to have sex. Yeah, that's cool. So that sounds like super <laughs> that's, healthy. That's yeah. cool. That's that sounds cool. super healthy. Yeah. Um, And, you know, Kalini's like, oh boy. And... <laughs> You know, Kalani tries to talk to Osuelo, and then we got to see the old, you know, because this year, remember, Osuelo's been, like, crying, and he's all sensitive, and he's yeah. trying to be overly nice to the sister and this, that, and the other thing. Well, he was right back to being the old Osuelo, like, got very violent. And did you notice how he, like, stood over her, like, went really close to her and was, like, standing over her? And mm-hmm. I was like, but she's what? also not afraid of him. Because I was like, is he going to no. try to hit her? Like, what's happening? No, wait, she'll wait, clock wait. him. Like, she'll, yeah. she'll drop him. Wait, no, I don't think she will. But let's go back to the <laughs> beginning. Uh, when the they furniture were at the store, furniture store? With the sister. Buy- oh, when she broke the bench? Every fat girl's nightmare. <laughs> I was like, no! I was like, no, yeah. she did not sit on the bench and it broke. Like, it but collapsed. she was cool with it. She was cool with it when it happened. But like, and then that's when she revealed that they don't like sleep in the same bed to her sister. And she was like, she basically was like, I'm just not attracted to him because he's like my child is what she told her sister, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, she's and then mothering him, which is so true that she mothers this guy to like right. an inch of his life. Right, and she has conjugal vi- vi- visits with him, <laughs> and he just, just when he and the sister, her sister's like Colini's like ill, <laughs> like, yes. like yeah. such as I think I had the same reaction. I was yeah. like, mm, no, yeah, and like she feels that need to nurture him. Not you know, there's no romance, but we've met his mother, right? So like you can clearly see like he was raised by wolves, <laughs> like he wasn't like he. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I think like you when just like they say, look at a woman's mother, you have to look at a man's father as well. Right. How does he treat his the if their par- the parents are married? How does he treat the mother? You know, like, is it does he treat her nice? Because that's the, your son's version of what it's like to to be to treat a woman when he grows up. Right. Have we met his father. <clears throat> No, probably he's probably not around because um, we only met the mom. Yeah, I think he's still in Samoa. I think. I didn't even know his mother was here until last season or whenever that was. And they were like, we're going to Washington to visit my mom. I was like, what? Right. She got off the island. But, you know, I mean, it's just like and then she's like, he's like, oh, they they're like sleep. Like we we, he comes in and we just have sex. And then like that's it. And then he leaves. And I'm like, but they don't sleep in the same room ever is what it sounds like. Uh And they haven't been for a while. It sounds like. And the sister's like, you're just asking for the bare minimum. I'm like, yeah, she really is. She's just asking to be loved. Like, that's all she's asking for. Mm-hmm. And he's incapable of it. And you're right. He, like, the the way he got up was very aggressive. And he, the thing is, they don't know how to communicate with each other. And it gets lost in translation, right? Mm-hmm. All she was trying to explain to him is, like, maybe we should, like, try to spice up our marriage a little bit by, you know, doing all this. And he's like, oh, no, we're not going to be different people. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, he's not. Well, 
Like, I got confused because they were talking about role playing and she was trying to explain it to him. And like, he was being like, oh, like the Hulk. And I'm like, yeah, the Hulk. She wants you to be the Hulk. Of, like, of any character to role play, the fucking Hulk. Yes, that's what but he ca- came to. I just, I don't, I, I think maybe I blacked out at this point, but I don't, I missed the part where he got mad. Like, what did Kalani say? that got him so upset because to me she communicates really well yeah like she's very concise and what she has to say she's very clear yeah so i'm confused where he got so upset that he was like throwing a tantrum basically in the room well because she was crying and then he got mad at her for crying well he was talking about something about a brother so, why are you bringing uh, your brother oh, that's what it was yeah, yeah. the food the food. She said, he said, I bring you pizza sometimes. And then she said, well, my brother brings me food too. And that's when he okay, lost his okay, Yes. Okay, okay, it was okay. the brother. Because then he okay. was like, why are you bringing your brother? Why are you talking about your brother? Which I didn't well, know they had a brother. A Did you guys know they had a brother? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the okay. brother was living in the house. He's like, he's a cute guy. He's like a big, like long, longish hair. Does he look like low? Because I enjoy low. Mm, yeah. Like a, like a, like, yes, he looks like his dad. From what I can remember. So I was like, this is the episode of finding out things about things. the family. Jovi, this. <laughs> um, yeah, that's when he got mad. Like, why are you bringing up your brother? And I, you know, whatever. Because to him, bringing her food is that he's doing something nice that she didn't ask him to do. Well, when the Dane and I were watching this together last night and when this whole conversation was happening and Asuela was like, yeah, I bring you pizza. The Dane turns to me and he says, I bring you Dunkin' Donuts. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you bring me a nice coffee every once in a while. I mean, that's not romance. That's a nice coffee. <laughs> yeah, and it's nice. Like, yeah, it's nice. You, you thought of me. Like, yeah. But, you know, as you guys know, I was home last week in Massachusetts and I stopped for coffee every day. And you, I called my family and was like, does anybody Do need something? a coffee? Because yeah. that's just being a nice person. Exactly. Right? Like, it's not like romance it's like hey no. maybe the people that i'm going to see might want a coffee like you he's know? not surprising me with a french vanilla iced and like a tiffany necklace like it's not yeah you know, it's just it's just a nice coffee <laughs> yeah so i don't know but i think that also could be a cultural thing which for him like bringing her pizza when she's not asking for it is you know romance and for some people I it guess. might be i mean for me i could be romanced with some unexpected pizza you know what i mean so <laughs> like i mean so we don't know could, but I yeah. think at this point kalani wants a little something more more than yes. you know, like a pepperoni pizza yes and obviously <laughs> she's also <laughs> speak for yourself but no she's obviously not happy with the sex that they are having so right you know and then she even said like you always make sure that you're taken care of so we all know what that is mm-hmm. you know what I mean and yep. clearly she's just like he comes in he does what he needs to do he he gets off and then he leaves mm-hmm. you know and she's probably just there like are you kidding me so I'm yeah so finished. she exactly but- so she probably <laughs> didn't even get started right so she's you know so then they decide well maybe they can role play and he can be kayak boy and she can be um you know the older lady older, older lady tourist you know coming in <laughs> so um mm-hmm. you know so and that was kind of that part was actually kind of funny like when they were doing their um confessional together you know when she has the booby yellow mm-hmm. dress yes. on yes. Um, they looked like they were like getting along kind of okay. Like they looked like they were kind of being jovial with each other, but it was like sort of weird for them to 
be acting like that when the what we were watching as part of the episode was actually kind of sad because she just looks so sad. Yeah, she does look sad. But it's like, you know, here's the thing. She's just not into him. That's all that is. Like, she's Mm -hmm. just not into him. Like, she was trying. She's trying. But, like, all she realizes is, like, he's just one of her kids that she's raising. And she doesn't. She's just not attracted to him. He doesn't do anything to keep the romance alive that she could be attracted to him for. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like she's trying to explain that to him. But he's just not getting it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that he would ever get it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like he needs, like, hooked on phonics or something because he's just not getting (laughs) it. no he's not and if you're looking at your husband thinking like this is just another one of my kids like that's not that is not where you want that to be right so and then she was talking about sex toys and he was like i don't know what those are we don't use those where i'm from and i'm like what like what yeah right just at that point like if you've got to teach him all those things is it really worth it exactly just get rid of him and get a sex toy and you'll be great oh my god i mean battery operated boyfriend Yes. Perfect. Then you can just Perfect. raise two kids instead of three. You don't have to worry about right. him. And that's it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you'll he... never go away unsatisfied. Right. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a PSA for vibrators. I know. It is. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, she, she's just not into him. And that's all that it is. I mean, yeah. he could bring Chinese food instead of pizza and she would still be like, I'm not into you. I'm just not happy. She's just finding here's the thing like she's not happy and like she's saying that it's sex is the reason why but that's not the reason why we all know that's not the reason why there's more to it than that but she's blaming it on the fact that they have a boring sex life or he just you know he bores her or whatever but i think there's we all know there's way more to it than that yeah totally just an unhappy relationship so Mm -hmm. okay Moving on. So let's move to yet another unhappy I was going to say, couple. speaking of unhappy yeah, relationships. Yeah, so let's move to Natalie and Mike. I was so happy they were in it this week. So happy. Mm, you know, I love to see her smiling face. Um, <laughs> so we pick up where we left off, the hotel. Mike has stormed away because she said about the naked pictures. Right. So now she comes home, comes back. Drives to squim. Wants him to apologize. He wants Mm -hmm. her to apologize. Nobody seems to want to apologize in these Mm -hmm. situations. Mm -hmm. But I guess I have to give some sort of credit to Natalie for being the first to admit that she was wrong to bring that up. You know? Because it was his birthday and she shouldn't have said it. No? Should I not give her any credit? Am I wrong? Is this this bad? I... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I, I just I don't know if, if it's either that or I'm going to give Mike credit for saying that she's like a sour patch kid. She's mm-hmm. sour at the beginning, but sweet in the end. I was like, OK, can uh, we move on from these people now? I feel like, Kelly, I'm just so over them that I mm-hmm. can't even find mm-hmm. anything nice. to. I can't even find anything to say that would help. No. And I will tell you, the part that was interesting with them, at least, was when the mother, when Trish, when Trish came mm-hmm. into the picture, which then we didn't have to look at Natalie because it was just focused more on Mike and Trish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Trish is just not having it. Like, she's not nope. into this woman. She literally, you know, they're going there for Thanksgiving. Trish is like, 
I don't give a shit that she doesn't eat poultry. Like, well, just get a water moccasin, yeah, a fucking gets, snake. Yeah, go down and the get river. something yourself from the river. Yeah, that was my, actually my favorite part. It's like, like, show me, tell me your mother-in-law doesn't love you. Without showing me. Without Exactly. Like, she can eat a water moccasin. Like, yeah, she just, <laughs> Trish is not having it trish was just lounging back in that facetime shot like full body like she was just like i don't give a shit okay she literally did it yes give and that shit. was it and and you that know mike it. mike is like look i'm super close to my mom also i love how he's like i was gigantic so after me my mother was like i'm good like i'm not having any more <laughs> he was kids. a moose he yeah was the size of a moose. <laughs> exactly so but you know they're obviously very close they talk every day they you know whatever like he is gonna take his mom's opinion or view or whatever very seriously so um and Trish is just like not having it she's like whatever you're gonna come here and that's fine but clearly she's not gonna bend over backwards to make sure that Natalie has everything that she needs right and here's the thing as close as they are of course she's going to take her son's side right Mm -hmm. so it's like Natalie you're not treating her son right and she doesn't feel like she needs to be welcoming and accepting of you period, end of story. And I can't say I blame the woman. So it's like we wouldn't even be welcoming of Natalie into our homes at this point. I might go get a water moccasin to serve her because it's like she's just so annoying. She's super annoying and just like, and here's the thing, but I felt, I did feel bad for her. Like this is such a dysfunctional relationship. I mean, they all are, but this one's super dysfunctional. Like if like I ever got in a fight with my husband and like, you know, we fought or whatever and he was mad at me, he sure as hell wouldn't leave me alone in a hotel and go back home. Like, you know what I mean? Like what, what kind of person does that to their partner? Like someone that just generally hates them. That's how, yeah. that's how I see it. Because like, what she said was annoying, but it wasn't egregious enough for him to no. be like, peace him out. Right. And I yeah. couldn't figure it out. I was like, so what did she really do? Like what? And yeah, I know she's annoying and you could see how he's always so annoyed with her. But like you didn't, you left her there. You left her there. Yes. Like, and it, what you said is exactly it. He is visibly annoyed by her. Like he's rolling his eyes. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, anytime she speaks, you can see him sort of like tense cringe. up a bit because, mm-hmm. you know, she's saying something that's just like really making him crazy. So there, it's not a good relationship. He doesn't no. like her. I don't think he actually likes her as a person. No. Agreed. So, you know, and I mean, really, could, would you? Like, I, I don't. So, that's... yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. So, uh, yeah. But anyway, Thanksgiving is going to be pretty interesting at, at Trisha's house. So I can't wait. They're we'll... going to have mint chocolate pie. Come on. I know. Yep. That actually so sounded random. good. I also love when she was going down the re- down the menu and she's just like, I don't know, turkey, mashed potatoes, like maybe stuffing, chocolate mint pie. <laughs> like she's just like, I don't know. Like I was like, I'll come over. I'll yeah. help you decide. <laughs> but you know what it will have? Butter. Oh, 100%. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yep. It'll all be made with butter. Yep. butter so sorry, Natalie. Needed. She's going to have like the big old blocks you get at Costco and just dump it in stuff oh, just oh, so yeah. Natalie doesn't eat. She'd be like, oh, butter, you want more? <laughs> yeah, sorry, there's butter on everything. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, okay, so that was pretty much it with them. Um, okay, so now let's move on to Tiffany and Ronald. Wait, I do like the throwback photos they showed. Trisha's hair has not changed that much. It has not. It yeah, has not. I She's just been had rocking to say that. that mullet since whenever Mike was born. Mike was born. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I totally blanked out at that, so I'll have to 
Yes. Don't go back. It's not worth it. No, I'm yeah. not going to go. I'll Google no. it. I'm not okay. going to sit through that again. <laughs> that was a no, shit no, no. show oh my God. that I don't need to watch that again. That would be like you hate yourself. Okay. Right? So <laughs> moving on to <laughs> Tiffany and Ronald. So I'm going to say this about Tiffany and Ronald. So Tiffany mo- is moved into the new apartment. She's, you know, getting things sorted. She's putting together a bed frame, whatever. But I did feel like their fight, which we're going to talk about, this felt real. This did not feel staged. And it felt like Tiffany was really, like, Tiffany was pissed. And I don't blame her, I have to say. But it felt like a real fight. Yeah, cold shoulder Carol was not having it. (laughs) No, no. She was, like, very angry. And, Lynn, I must apologize to you about making fun of the cold shoulders. I went into my closet, and I have several of them. Aren't they the greatest? Yes, I love them for the, <laughs> They're very the summer, but yeah, I the don't summer. have that. They're all black. So I don't have like, like highlight, highlighter yellow or fuchsia oh, no. or any Mine, of those I colors. I have a black one and a hot right. one. So. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't have a whole lot of colors with them. But Tiffany, that girl seems to find it in every store and even her dresses. She must love her shoulders. I think she loves shoulder Kara shoulders. loves her, loves her shoulders. And that's like her, you know, you have that one part of your body you like to show off, even if you're a thick girl. I feel like that's definitely her thing is like her, like, like nice little lady shoulders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. She likes to show off her lady shoulders. So yeah. That. And I love Daniel. Can we talk about Daniel for a minute? Mm-hmm. How mature is that kid? He is. He is so, he's probably the most mature person on this entire season. Well, and then there's Yara and Joey's baby. She's also pretty mature. She's also pretty mature. Because <laughs> she can't say anything. Right, right. And I was just like, he is so, and you know what? He just loves, loves the, his dad. Like he loves having a dad, right? Mm-hmm. And then he said, he said like they get into fights, but it doesn't mean he doesn't love her. He's a great guy and he loves helping my mom we would make a lot more joy in our family if he was here. And I was like, oh, my heart broke for him a little bit. Well, and I think even Tiffany said, like, because Daniel was like, I want to talk to dad, right? Mm-hmm. Like, And Tiffany was like, you know, as long as he's going to kind of have that, I think that helps Tiffany sort of keep Ronald around. Melt her heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she's like, you know, Daniel, obviously they they connected really quickly, right? With Ronald was like, my boy, my boy. That's what he used to call Daniel. Um, and Daniel started calling him dad like right away. So mm-hmm. I think it'd be really difficult to sort of break that apart, you know? Yeah, Even though right. Tiffany really has to, I mean, Ronald is a, he's a piece of work, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I have to say, Tiffany's trying really hard to set up a nice life for them. Like she said, she needed a big bed because when Ronald comes, she wants to make sure there's room for both of them and do you know what I mean like she's trying to think about them and their future and their family and what they you know what they're going to be able to have and Ronald Mm -hmm. I I don't know I I don't really know what Ronald's doing nobody knows what Ronald's doing Ronald don't even know what he's doing He's just eating whatever he's eating and he's like I mean here's the thing he's thinking she can't like Okay, I understand that you're spending a lot of money and you're going to South Africa with two children and it's really hard, but you realize he's unable to come here. And if you didn't say to him, hey, can you help me buy one of the plane tickets or can you buy two of the plane tickets or whatever, just because I'm trying to get an apartment, I would love to have a, like, did she have this this conversation with him before? Mm -hmm. Or is she just saying it in the moment as they're on FaceTime, because I feel like 
she didn't have this conversation with him and then he that's why he got mad like they were very upset with each other you're absolutely right but she's also in this place where she's tormented because she wants to do right by her kids mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't think they've actually I, I, I don't think they actually had the conversation about the whole money thing. I think that was probably percolating in her head and uh-huh. she just assumed that he was going to figure it out on his own, which. Mm-mm. Right. Good luck. Well, with that. I also. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I loved when he was like, you know, I have a job, right? Like whatever, like this temporary whatever he I can't remember what he. Oh, the motorcycle, at the motorcycle shop. Yeah. Um, and she was just like, you're 30 whatever years old, like. I mean, she said later to the camera, which was, which I was laughing, but it's like, should I be applauding you because you got a <laughs> right. job? Like, you know, and I think she said she's been working since she was a teenager. It's like, yeah. you know, I mean, for most of us, right? Mm-hmm. Like my first job was when I was 16. I've literally been working since, since right? right? So 30 years been working. So it's just kind of like, you know, and I think that was the whole point is like Ronald's telling her like he did something like he was like he stepped so far up for uh-huh. the family like, oh, I got a job. Great. And then it was like, well, it's just like this temporary thing. And I don't really know how long it's going to last. I'm just like helping out at the, at the <laughs> motorcycle shop. And it was sort of like, great. Like that's really that's going to that sounds wonderful, you know? Right. And it's like, you know, he like, but she knows that he's a scrub. She knows that he is unable to do this. Right. I'm taking it way back to like the nineties, you know, but it's like he not, but now she's giving him the benefit of the doubt because of the kids. What would you guys do if you were in this situation with Ronald? If someone told me that they just got themselves a temporary job, Mm -hmm. I mean like, well, temporary until you find something permanent, right? Like, I mean, that's nice that he got a temporary thing, but he should he should be looking for something more permanent. I mean, I don't know what the job situation is in South Africa, but, uh, you know, being a motorcycle mechanic, unless you're in a motorcycle club, is not going to get you that far. Right. You know, I right. mean, unless he's going to become an outlaw. Like, right, right. You know? Maybe that's where he's headed, right? Maybe he's going to become for Jackson Talix and Teller. Yeah. I mean, who the hell knows? But hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I yeah. probably would. I mean, look, I know it's different because they have the baby. And like we were saying about Daniel being um, really attached, attached to him, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't really know. I mean, I think she's trying. I think, like I said, she is trying to set up a life. And I think she's trying to figure out like because, you know, he has to he's applying for his visa. Is that what's happening right now? Yeah, I think so. They applied for some like other visa other than the K-1. The spousal. Because they're the married. Spousal. Yeah. yeah. It's a spousal mm-hmm. visa. Yeah. Yeah. So now they have to see if that gets approved and, you know, but I think she's she's planning for that. At least she's showing like, I'm actually planning for you to come here and mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure we have stuff that we need. So, yeah, I, I don't know. But he's not, it doesn't look like he's really stepping up and doing anything to. Right to take any responsibility yeah so i feel like somebody needs to have to uh, come to jesus talk with ronald yeah like but gonna, his mom it wasn't his mom like a big part of his life i don't remember mm, i think she was yeah she like was. she's gonna like you're gonna lose your family if you don't try to like support them like it shouldn't be tiffany's job to just keep supporting them but then again tiffany you knew what you were getting into so well, she's like i'm American. tormented come on now right you know? 
Oh, I'm just so tormented by this whole storyline. But yeah, that's all yeah, I have. I know. And I feel like the more shoulder she shows, like the sassier she becomes. Because last <laughs> night's shirt was not cold shoulder. It was more just like an off the shoulder. Strapless. And, oh, yeah. Totally. And she was like super sassy. So I was like, uh-huh. more, more shoulder, more sass. Okay. That's um, another good Cold name. shoulder Carol. Yeah. <laughs> and shoulder sass. More shoulder, more sass. Sass, I like That's that. like the sequel. More shoulder, more sass. More sass. Okay. I love it. Um, okay, we still have two more couples, guys. It's like never two? ending. Two? Oh, yes. Jesus, okay. Mary and Joseph, so now, Tampa people. So now, yes. Yeah, so now we're going to go to the Tampa Kardashians. <laughs> so Elizabeth and Andre, which this whole, oh. I mean, literally, I don't understand this family. I don't understand what's going on. And also Chuck and his bumbling like he's like a bumbling idiot the father like it just I don't even know it's like everything's like a series of misunderstandings it's like three's company but it's like, like crazy when what's her face Becky was that her name mm-hmm. Becky with the good hair when she walks in and she's like why am I not here yeah how did I not know and I'm like this just the manufactured drama and this whole yeah, thing wait, wait. Oh. so my whole thing with the manufactured drama is and I don't know if you guys caught this or not with Libby and Andre, what with the songs they play for the intro for them? It's like, it's li- living on daddy's money. It's living on Andre's. Here we go again. Chuck's driving. Like, that's what the songs sound like. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, they're that. the only ones that have intros like that. Listen to the music. They have musical Because intros. they're queuing them up for their own series. God. It's Damn crazy. It. Oh my and god, like, I have to listen to that. Please listen. It's and it's exactly like I living on daddy's money. It's Andre no. and Libby. Like it's like that kind of like that kind of like like music and I'm like I I heard it the first time like when they first showed him making the salad like when she came out in full makeup like somebody needs to help that girl i need tiffany to do a uh zoom call with her with libby to teach her how to do those eyes because you don't just slap on like red eyeshadow on top of your eyes and call it makeup that's not how it works (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. called blending you gotta blend girl and so like yeah so when she comes out and he's making the salad like it's they played the music then and then when they come back from commercial and he's in the car with Chuck music again. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Can we just talk about for a second when he was in the kitchen making that salad and the clock on the wall behind him said 7.03 a.m. for 15 minutes? No. No, Yeah. Like the clock, the time never changed. I was like, this scene's going on for a while. Oh my gosh, I didn't notice that. I was just like, and I mean, then maybe I was, it was a dead battery, but whatever. It bothered me. It would bother me too. And it's like, and then Chuck was wearing a hat, so I was thankful for that, that we didn't have to see his hair all over the place or his one hair. Yeah. It kind of hangs out hair. there. But and he, like, the, but the father is like, like, I don't think he's meaning to cause trouble. And obviously, it is manufactured, but uh-huh. like, look. I totally believed, too, that he was bringing Andre so that Andre could be the listing agent on this house. I thought they were just going for an inspection. I th- yeah, I thought the Andre same thing. Andre made I didn't... up that whole scenario of him being the listing mm-hmm. agent, all this other bullshit. Like, Andre just took it to a level that mm-hmm. I don't think Chuck realized he was taking it to. 
Right. But I think and- Andre was sort of just assuming, like, why else would I be coming if that's supposed to be my role? Well, I guess he doesn't really know what his role is in this family business. No. Exactly. But it's a family business. You just said it, a family business. So it's like, why would you think that he doesn't have to have discussions with the rest of the family before making you the listing agent instead of seeing who usually does the listings? It seems like everybody has particular jobs within the company. So why would you think that all of a sudden you're just going to show up and he's going to be like, Andre, you are now the CEO. Like, it's like, that's not how, it's not Chuck Dre Inc. It's his own company, <laughs> right? <Dre. laughs> like, it's like, come on, Andre, like, you know, Andre, whatever the frick your name is, you know, and it's like, at least Chuck is trying to keep it real, unlike Becky, who came in with her rehearsed scene. Like, when you said that, I was like, oh my God, I was totally, she's such a bad actress. Oh my God, she's so such a bad Eyelashes bad. all like, oh my God. Right. Why didn't you tell me I was, you were here? And she looked like she was going to laugh at one point, yeah. too. Yes. Yeah, because they yes. were like, Becky, why are you here? And she was like, why, why am I not? not here? Like, she, <laughs> like, when did this become days of our lives, guys? Dun, 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 dun. Why am I not here? Like, yeah, totally. That would have been way better. And like the outfit with like her knee boots and that dress and the uh-huh. thing. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was all staged. And here's the thing. I love, I like Andre's, um, I was going to say love, but I don't, can I noticed love. you stopped there. Yeah. I can yeah, use I love that. in the same word, la- same <laughs> sentence as Andre. Mm-hmm. I like his ambition, but like you, I, I, I agree with Charlie. You have to start at the bottom. You can't just come in and think that you can just like be doing everything I'm doing that I took forever to learn. That's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Well, shouldn't these be things that Chuck should have explained to Andre, like either on the drive over say, you know, hey, we're going to do this walkthrough. Charlie's going to be there. He's going to show you, you know, take you through the ropes, kind of give you an idea of how we do this. Like, I don't know if Chuck's not communicating to Andre what's really going to be happening or if Andre is just so focused and set on his I'm going to own this place that he just doesn't Mm -hmm. care. Didn't he tell him that Chuck was um, that Charlie was going to be there on the drive over? He did. Yeah. Yeah. Not before. Oh, okay. Because I thought that. Yeah, I thought that he told. But he told him anyway. Like, I mean, at least he told him, right? But well, he kind of told him in a way where like Andre couldn't leave. (laughs) They were in the car. They were like, you're in the car, sucker. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I don't know. These people. Yeah. I. That's all I had to say. I, I don't really care about their storyline. It's fake. It's boring. No, their fight was annoying because everyone kept talking over everybody and Charlie was being a douche and Becky was mm-hmm. shrieking about something and Andre was being Andre with his arms folded and Chuck tried to like slink away like a wounded puppy and Charlie's <laughs> like, no, where do you think you're going? I was like, oh boy. Yeah, like and then Chuck, I mean, whatever, Chuck's given half the money to Andre. Like, I don't know what's what is going on. I it's don't a know. it's a mess. Um, but I agree with you that I'm like losing interest because it's the same so fast shit. Like, oh cool, like Andre Andre it's it is like a weird episode of like it is like a weird sitcom where like there's a misunderstanding and everyone has their role and Andre's yes. pissed and you know, and everyone's yelling at Andre and that it's just like, okay. That's the and name of the Chuck, sitcom. Everybody yell at Andre. Yeah, exactly. And like Chuck is like the bumbling father that's just like, oh, I don't know, you know, so. Well, I have a question. How do you guys think like if Andre went to work at your, like your, your jobs or your company, how do you think he would survive with that type of attitude? 
He wouldn't. He would fit right in right. where I used to work. <laughs> I, I worked in television, my company. people. Like, there's a lot of big egos in there, and you just kind of let them spout off whatever the whatever they want to say, and then you're like, mm-hmm. He would, he would his first day, like he walked in, like no experience. And he did that. He, you think he'd be, he'd survive? No, because I would cut him down and put him in his place because I'd most likely be the one training him. <laughs> yeah. I so don't think that. that he would survive at my company. Like you just, you, you gotta leave, like pack your ego down just a little bit. I, like I said, I like the ambition, but that's going to end up in the garbage if you don't pull it pull it through but I like mm-hmm. your I like your thought that it's a it's a zany sitcom maybe I'll start looking at it through those lenses and yeah, it is, I'll it enjoy is it like a little more weird, yeah like I'm trying to think of the right the right family that they I mean I know we sort of compare them to the Kardashians but like it is like this we, the it is like a like family guy maybe uh-huh. it, but it's like a it's like a series of misunderstandings like you know what I don't know it's just like we have to I don't know I have to think about one, what what show it would be but yeah it's like just a... perfect strangers oh well, that was the first thing that came to my mind just because of balky bartaka moves so. right well, here's the zany like cousin from another country and who doesn't balky. get it who doesn't yeah. get it oh yeah. my god so good um only balky wasn't angry anyway okay <laughs> um and now i have the theme song to perfect stranger stuck in my head mm-hmm. okay <laughs> standing tall on the wings of my dreams okay sorry so okay um, i can keep singing it with you it's okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> I literally can picture remember when like TV shows mm-hmm. have theme songs yes. and like I used to have the CD of like the greatest theme songs or whatever and I would like listen to it in my car like it was like real music the greatest American to, like, hero cheers. is the yeah, best oh, yes. American hero the best like they that commercial on right now with the George Costanza face sweatshirt when that song is playing yes. believe yes. it or uh, not yeah. I'm like yep uh, yep <laughs> I know. Yep. Anyway, okay. We digress and we still have one more couple and we're already at the hour. Okay. So Angela and Michael. So um, Angela is in for her surgery. Um, of course, she's, you know, not really uh, compliant. It. Yeah, she's <laughs> not really oh, sorry. compliant. She, um, you know, she doesn't get to talk to the grandkids. She's, you know, as we know, she was like smoking cigarettes right up until she pretty much mm-hmm. got put on the table. Um, so now they want her to, um, uh, she wants to, they need to put the oxygen mask on her. She's not comfortable. She can't breathe. What she's not realizing is that's the whole point of the oxygen mask is to help you breathe. Um, and then she's pretty much out. Well, well did y'all that- notice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no. I, what I was, I was, I was gonna ask. Did y'all notice from like those two paychecks that JoJo got from being in Africa and being on the show? She got a Gucci bag. I noticed hunty. that she was walking in with her Gucci. Yes, I was, like, I was like JoJo. Okay, I mm-hmm. see you, girl. Also, did JoJo have a little work done? I feel like her face didn't look that tight before. I didn't notice. I, I don't feel know, like I her didn't face notice. didn't look that tight before. I didn't really scrutinize her before. So Yeah. You know. Now that she pulled the Gucci bag out, she's for up for scrutinization. Okay. Okay. Because it's like I'm like, before you were just like a background character. Now you came you showed up you showed up and showed out with your Gucci purse, ma'am. So is she so, trying to compete for screen time with Natasha, maybe? Uh, maybe oh God, that girl in that outfit again, all over again. Sorry. <laughs> I can't. No, I think Jojo is really sweet and really nice. And I think she's genuinely a A concerned friend. friend. Mm -hmm. I think she genuinely like loves Angela and is her Mm -hmm. friend. And she was really concerned. Like when she called Michael, like when, when she was like, 
when she was crying and she's like, you know, she was really afraid about not waking up and we talked about it last night. And, you know, and you could see like that was a real that's the thing with this show, you know, when it's staged and you mm-hmm. know when it's real yep. because exactly. you can you can totally tell the difference. And you could see that she was really genuinely like. I'm I'm scared, you know, Mm -hmm. and she sat there and that surgery is long and she called Michael and she's giving him updates and, you know, so I'm all for Jojo and good for her and her Gucci, you know, so I was like, I was like, who's, who's Noguchi? Like, like, (laughs) good for her and her Gucci. Um, Yeah. And I mean, I will say the surgery for me was a bit much. Mm -hmm. I didn't need to see them navigating on the screen and the doctor being like, look at all that fat. Like I I didn't need to, I, yeah, Ugh. I was like, I didn't need to see any and of don't that. watch my 600 pound life. I, I can't so. and I won't and I don't and I watch it. <laughs> I can't, I won't and, and I don't. Oh my God, it stresses <laughs> me out so much. I cannot watch it. And the same thing with Thousand Pound Sisters. I get so stressed out that I can't watch it. Okay, sorry. But did oh. you notice when they were working on her when they're, I think when they were doing her breast reduction, like they were openly just talking about like, look at her boobs. We're just taking a pound. She, her husband likes them big. Do you yep. think he'll like them like this? I'm yeah. like, really? This is what you talk so about when you're I working have, with a person? So, yes. Yeah, so I have uh, someone who told me that they called a client who is a plastic surgeon and he answered during surgery. Oh, my God. Are you and kidding me? Yes. And I... he and he was like, well, should I call you back? And he was like, uh, no, I got some time. I could talk and I, said, I got well, some time <laughs> I said well maybe um it was done maybe it was done but then you know they do just talk about random shit like because it's that's their work day that's what that's where we were you know we work we talk about random shit they're, they're they know their jobs they're working they're like asking about whatever you know so it's not that unusual I don't think that they would just like have random conversations in there but about but, the person that they're working <clears throat> on yeah. Oh, yeah. They talk. They, one woman that I saw recently, she put a recorder in her weave <laughs> before she went no. to have surgery. I swear, I will send you the article. And she heard the doctor talking shit about her, that she was a difficult patient and that she was like she wanted this and she wanted that and all this stuff. And she's like trying to sue them. That's awesome. I'm not even lying. I'm being That's like great. completely 1000% honest. <laughs> that is like, amazing. Yeah. Imagine putting it in your weave and being like, I heard what you said about me while I was knocked out. I like, oh God, can you explain hilarious. this doctor? Right. And I do think though, to the, in the doctor's defense, I mean, they were weighing the boobs, right? Cause they were trying to figure out how much to take well, yeah, out. He was trying to get them and to I, the same size. And, yeah. and then when he was like, I'm good. Cause he got like the exact amount out <laughs> in both of them. But um, yeah. And he was like, well, her husband likes big boobs. So, you know, whatever, like they're mm-hmm. just trying to, but yeah, I've heard that too. I mean, they talk, I mean, you know, Grey's Anatomy, God only knows what's going on. I mean, I know that's a TV show, but you know, you watch <laughs> it and you're like, is this really what goes on in the operating room? So, um, you know, I guess it's like anything else. Sometimes I'm doing stuff and you're like talking to people or you're like listening to music, mm-hmm. but you're still doing like your job. I guess yeah. it's like it's like a second nature thing where you can concentrate, but you're, you know, yeah. having conversations about other things. Yeah. When I recently went to go have some uh, some surgery done, oh, that's so random. But um, 
when I was but under the, the knife recently. Well, I was. And he, and it was a light sedation. So he asked me, like, what kind of music do you want to listen to? Because we like to listen to music in here while we're doing this. And I'm like, oh, really? I was like, how about a little DMX? No. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Y'all go, make, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, RIP DMX. Yeah, RIP. yeah, no, but that's like, you know, and here's the thing, like when he called Michael and taught like Dr. Obang, I think was his name. Yes. And he like talked to him and was like trying to really like he seemed like such a nice doctor, like he was really trying to like, he understood culturally what Michael needed to hear. And he was able to bring that to the table for them. And, you know, even after the surgery was done, he was like still in the operating room saying, show me how strong you are. Wake up. Come on. Like, you know, and I was like, okay, well, he's really, you know, really trying really hard to make sure that she's okay and, you know, everything's fine. But her recovery room looked a little stressful. It looked like just a little closet. Like the post-op area? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's kind of normal though. Like when they, when they, when you're finished and they kind of put you in like a little post-op area. Because I remember waking up after I had my gallbladder removed and I was like in this little area. Mm -hmm. And well, then, I mean, it was, I was, it was outpatient surgery anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming Angela's outpatient too, but like, I remember waking up in this area and being in severe pain and then them giving me something and saying, you can go home now. And I was like, no, thanks. That's interesting because I don't think that type of like weight loss surgery is outpatient. I feel like patients stay in the hospital for a couple of days. She should stay in the hospital for a couple of days. She not only had weight loss, she had breast reduction. Like she was mm-hmm. under the knife for a long time. Yeah, yeah she was. So Kelly, you know? you've been quiet. So is this way you fell asleep? You passed out? No, no. I watched it and then I, oh. but it's like I said last week's like, you are you know what happens. So they're right. trying to build this drama of like, oh my god, she won't wake up. What's happening? But it's like we've all seen the after pictures. So you're just right. like, okay, cool. And right. she's in the confessional, so clearly she's fine. She's like, fine. She's talking but, to the producers yes. about it. But damn it, I was trying to guess where you passed out. <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't seem to have passed out. I seem no. to have been what? conscious for the whole thing yeah i think i was conscious you were, you were in light uh-huh. sedation yeah. <laughs> i was in a light sedation it was happening around me and i remembered i like that i want to be in a state of light sedation at all times Always. that sounds wonderful yeah when you're just kind of like i hear music Ooh. it's like and you're kind of happy that's nice it's the perfect way to be exactly nice. i think it's called val i think that's called valium yeah, i think exactly. that's what i was gonna say there's something i think that's called that. people it. took that i think that's called an edible right yeah, yeah. um anyway so that's it we got through all the couples god that was a lot because you realize when they give you all the couples which they don't normally do there's a lot to talk about yes i guess even though they didn't really do anything yeah but you know there's always the commentary so anyway that's that so next week you know we'll be back at it we'll see what we'll see what happens with these people i can't wait for the excitement and the drama I could go for a week without the Tampa Kardashians. So I'm kind of hoping they're not on it next week. I need a break from them. Mm. Amen. I need a break from it all. Can we just take next week off? Yeah. No, I'm it's, kidding. <laughs> it's just, it's just not great. It's just not great, but it's okay. But you know what? I will say, I still love that it leads right into extreme sisters because I'll tell you, if you're not watching extreme sisters, do yourself a favor. 
Did they do, was it about the twins that want to have a baby at the same time from the same man? Is that the one? They're one of the sisters. They have to be absolutely identical. So one of them has a tooth, has a uh, infected tooth and the other one does not. So they have to take out the other one's tooth and she refuses to do it because they have to be completely identical. And the dentist Hmm. was like, well, I can't take out the good tooth because that is not you know, allowed. Um, so anyway, she was crying. It was a whole thing, but it's just, it's really fascinating. And you know, I have sisters to I know you have sisters, Lynn. Mm-hmm. I, I know you don't, but I don't like the, just the bond and the, I'm just like, I don't, I can't just, understand it. I, literally. I'm like, twins, <laughs> all these extreme sisters, um, are they all twins? Two of them are. Cause you got Patrix and Patricia, whatever her name they're, is. They're, they're the, <laughs> oh, they're twins and, they kind of have a, but they have like an interesting story. And then there's the twins from Australia who are the ones that date the same man and want to have a and baby And do with naked him. yoga together. No, no, no. The naked yoga oh, women are two other sisters. Are they um, twins? Oh. I think they're twins. Okay. Um, and then there's just two sisters that are sisters, like. I don't know. They're probably like five years apart in age. Hmm. It's just interesting. Like, look, I mm-hmm. love my sisters, but like, it's not like that. It. It's just I don't. I don't get it. Like, I watch the show and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't understand this. Like at all. So anyway, it's it's really interesting. So anyway, we just kind of gave a supersized episode with like a little extra five minutes about another we show did. on TLC. So kind of what they're what they've been doing on TLC. So I do I recommend it if you're not watching it. It's interesting. And I think we're only on like the third episode. So you're not like too far in. It's kind of an easy catch up. And it's, you know, kind of easy to understand like who the players are. So anyway, it's good. All right. All right. It I was think, a good sell. I, I, I think that is uh, all we got, right? Oh, yeah. All right. You're like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's all I got for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, we will uh, see y'all next week. Yay. Bye. Okay, bye. bye.